Uh, all right, now uh, Matthew's got to not get overly excited about paragraph J. Verbs with unpredictable, imperfect, indicative formations. All right? The vast majority of verbs form their imperfect forms predictably from their first principal part, and this is why the imperfect is not a principal part. But a very, put the word very after a, a very small number of verbs do not form their imperfects predictably, usually because the augment is weird. And I want to look especially at example 23. Fellow and the imperfect is athelon, not ethylon. So, fellow, imperfect, athelon. Now, bits, I don't know when you were doing classical Greek if you remembered this at all, but there is a reason for this. Do you remember this verb? Do you remember the form it is in classical Greek? No. This is what the classical form was. Ethelo. Clearly, an augment has gone on in a normal sense here. Also clearly, you can see why that would get eliminated. This is like our famous flammable, inflammable example in English. All right? Now, incomprehensible means not comprehensible. Innumerable means not numberable. Inflammable means can catch on fire. Right. Obviously a problem. So before you were even a twinkle in your father's eye, laws came into this country forbidding tanker trucks to have written on the side inflammable. That in, that in, it was intensive. You can inflame it. All right? So what do we say rather than inflammable? Flammable, exactly. New word. So what did that do? That regularized that word so it doesn't look like something else. Ethelo looks like, especially if you have something like this, look at a first plural. could look like an imperfect to people, ethelamin. So this became this. However, the imperfect is always a very conservative form. And not much, you know, it, it tends to keep what it's got. And uh, the aorist is used much more uh, prominently. And thus changes. But here, this Athelon is, in fact, the imperfect. And the other one that we've got to take a look at is example 22. It is also in the vocabulary, echo. Echo 
originally began life as Sechel. And then when you augmented that, you got this. This drops out. Epsilon plus epsilon combine, and they give you epsilon yota. So uh, Eichon, Eichon is actually the uh, imperfect of echo, not Eichon. Although I have to tell you the following. In the work I've been doing on the Gospel of Mark, I have come across the readings in a number of manuscripts that actually do have Eichon because it was pronounced the same, namely e, Eichon. So uh, by Idicism, and Idicism is the practice of pronouncing different combinations of letters the same, uh, you could see why they made that, uh, uh, that kind of change. All right, then finally, so there's nothing here, uh, Newt, on this. <clears throat> this is just kind of an explanation that every once in a while you've seen an odd imperfect generally for historical reasons. 